Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Yes, yes, everybody, and welcome to High on Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from Percy'sGrowroom.com. I am Mackie from the UK, and joining us this week, we have Monkey Doo. Hey, everybody. I'm Monkey down here in the Southeast U.S., enjoying the warmer weather this week. Hope everybody's got something nice to smoke on. We also have Marge. Yes, hello, everyone. I'm back in Ontario and enjoying slightly more mild weather. It's wonderful. Nice. So we're here for the Grow Guide today. We're going to be talking about different YouTube channels and podcasts that you should check out. And this is episode 98 of the Grow Guides, which means there's 97 other Grow Guides out there, which are about an hour long each. Lots of content for you to check out if you haven't heard any of our episodes before. So make sure you go and check those out if you haven't done that yet. So what are we smoking on? Let's do that. Let's do what we're smoking on. No, I think I've got the forgotten strawberries again. I always forget what I've got because it's forgotten strawberries. Yeah. What, what did you changed. say you have, Monkey? This is uh, Gruber Hans, Chad Westport's strain. Oh, right. One of, one of his two, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are you getting on with that one? Is it a recent harvest? Um, it was my last harvest. It's been in jars now for about six weeks. Mm-hmm. So it's just mm-hmm. this where I like it to start. Yeah. Pretty strong nice. stuff, though, man. Can't, can't take too much of it. Man, I found a random tangent, everybody. Uh, a nice drink, man. This, uh, what's it called? Pepsi Max. And I don't usually drink Pepsi because you can, like, it gives you that filmy aspartame film in your mouth. You know what I mean? Okay. Not really, but. Yeah, I'm a strange person, man. I'm, this is, I'm just particular about things. But, <laughs> one thing that, that I did, I learned after I started traveling is that all sodas taste different in different countries. So, you know, mm-hmm. I have no idea what, what your Pepsi Max tastes like. But this one's a Pepsi wow. Max Mango. Well, oh. it's like, mm-mm. Yeah, it's, it's quite delicious, man. I do like it. I do like it. So you switched from wine to Pepsi Max. Oh, Ooh. no, I've still got the wine here. Still got oh. the wine. No, I'm trying to take it easy oh. on the wine. If I drink that <laughs> if I drink that bottle of wine, that god damn. Yeah, I'd, uh, no one said a bottle. Yeah, it's like it was like three quarters of a bottle. I'm about halfway through three quarters of a bottle. It's a strong wine, too. What you got? Yeah. 13 percent jesus <laughs> yeah you laugh so. now I, I say that at the end of the bottle yeah let's see if i can get to the end of the show and the bottle at the same time let's let's have some fun oh boy yes yeah, yeah i'm not really going to do that that would be irresponsible of me i'd be missing the intro and everything you know like we just did you mean now <laughs> what are you talking about no it was, it was completely fine Right, so I think we're ready then, really. We can just uh, uh, move on to the Grow Guides and start talking about some cannabis content creators, I think. Are we ready? Do it. Yeah, might as well. Let's do it. Right, yeah, so before we we go on, I thought we could add there as well. There's loads of grow guides over on percysgrowroom.com, our cannabis growers forum. And there's loads of people who can help you there as well. But it's not just a forum. There's loads of guides. There's like over 100 guides on loads of different aspects of growing cannabis over there as well. And they're they're reasonably well written, if I do say so myself, who writes them. But uh, (laughs) they're, they're pretty good, man. They're pretty good. And they break things down real simple. I'll go through it. And if there's any long words and shit, then I change them. I'll make it as simple as possible to read, easy to follow, 
full of loads of good information. So uh, go and check out those article, articles as well if you need any help with learning how to grow. But that will be the first recommended uh, place, I suppose. Oh, yeah, and they have, they have a whole group of people over there who, if you don't understand the articles, they'll explain them to you. So it's a mm. great place to start. Yeah, man. So get over to Percy's Grow Room. That's uh, And we also have a YouTube channel with like 10K subscribers with some videos on, but I've got like quarter of a million views on it and shit. But we, we don't do much with that channel, <laughs> but it's there. It's got resources on it if you want to go check it out. But definitely go over to Percy's Grow Room, our forum, and get involved over there especially if you're a new grower as well. It's very supportive over there. So definitely check that out. Yeah, if you're an established grower and you're just looking for a new home and you want to help out a few people, man, mm -hmm. we love those people out there. You know, you're willing to help out a new grower and want to meet some some like-minded people, we're over there. Yeah, man. And then we have lots... Sorry, Mark. I've, I've got, how could we forget? It's absolutely... <laughs> It's absolutely free to everybody who listens to High on Homegrown. If you just go over to the website, we will know from cookies, you know, that you, you would listen to the show before and you just get let in for free. You'll just wave at the fee. You won't even know about it. Just... Yeah. <laughs> and if you don't have cookies, don't worry, Jack Herrera will work or Northern Lights or anything. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, some hash is always good. <laughs> yeah, definitely get over to Percy's. But we, there's also so many, there's so many. YouTube channels and podcasts that create cannabis content. Now, even though it's difficult to create on these networks, being cannabis content creators, because, you know, cannabis is a flagged word on YouTube. So uh, it's difficult to create the content, but people still go out and do it because, you know, we enjoy it. You know, we make cannabis content. We enjoy doing it regardless of the hurdles that are in front of us all the time. But there's a, uh, there's lots of good channels out there as well. And obviously the first one I want to bring up is um, Growcast with our friend Jordan River. You know, this guy's been podcasting for nearly a decade. He's, about, he's a decade now, right, Monty? Can you remember? Been it's a been time. a long time. This was my first podcast as far as learning mm -hmm. to grow. It's where I landed first because I, I want to learn how to grow cannabis and it's a called Growcast, so just seemed normal. But yeah, I stayed with Jordan for a couple of years before finding a little bit more of a, a detailed place to, to, to learn, but mm -hmm. it's a great start, good information to get you, to whet your appetite, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah, and he has a YouTube channel as well, so you can listen to his episodes uh, over on any of the main podcasting networks where you right. can find uh, his YouTube channel as well. If you just search for Growcast. Then, uh, did he start yeah. out on YouTube or did he start out as a podcast? Nothing started out as a podcast. Right. Yeah, he did. Damn, such a long time ago as well. Damn. Yeah, when I first started time. growing, I was listening to, to Jordan's yeah. show. Yeah, and I used to listen to Free Weed from Danny Danko as well. Remember that one? Free Weed? Because he does uh, grow budge yourself now, Danny Danko does, doesn't he? He's uh, got yeah. a different one. Yeah. He used to have Free Weed. That was a good podcast back in the day, Free Weed. Does Jordan record his podcast live? Yeah, for members, I think, of his, uh, of his Patreon and things like that. Yeah, right. he does. Um, he does some Discord-type things that he does mm -hmm. live with his membership right. over on Discord. Yeah. Because it Growcast TV. So yeah, definitely check out Jordan's show, Growcast, if you haven't done that already. I mean, he's been on our show loads of times. He's, he's uh, going to be close to 10 times or something now. So if you've listened to this show often, you will know of Jordan River. And if you haven't checked out Growcast yet, you should definitely give it a shot. It's an awesome show. Uh, Jareth just said in the chat there, random tangent, aspartame is illegal. Is it illegal? Is aspartame illegal? Is that in Canada? 
aspartame is illegal, no? No, it's so. just uh, aspartame. It's just uh, it's an artificial sweetener. Yeah, I'm yeah. Talking, what's what's the, what's the brand name? I can't think of it right off the top of my head. Kind of. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> equal, wasn't it? Oh, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's equal. All right. Random, random. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, what do we have next? Because we have a whole list. We have Growcast, and then we have um the Brian and Marco show. And these guys don't have a podcast. They you can't go and download it from iTunes and things like that. But they have a weekly show over on the Future Cannabis Project YouTube channel, and that is on uh, Wednesday nights at nine PM GMT. 4 p.m. Eastern and 1 p.m. Pacific. And Brian from the Brian and Marco show was on our show last week. If you listen to those episodes, uh, that's Brian's show. If you go out and check out Brian's show, it's, uh, it's a good show, man. They always have good guests, talk about interesting things. Marco's over there. Marco's been a guest on the show before. He's the guy who grows uh, Fall Organics, the grand champion grower in his horizontal beds and shit. Damn. Nice. That, that man knows how to grow. So, you know, they both do a show together. Loads of great information. Uh, lo loads of great bars, I think they call it over there. <laughs> you know, so check them out, man. They're live every week. And ob obviously, you don't need to be there to watch it live. But you can head there now and go find out loads of their episodes. You, you just won't see it live. You see it pre-recorded. But good shit, man. Check them out. Uh, have you, you watched the Brian and Marco show before? You know, I'm sure you've both seen it, right? I have seen I'm, it. Yeah. I'm not. A, it's funny. I'm not a huge YouTube person. Right, right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, it's YouTube's one of them, isn't it? If you're at home, then you're watching YouTube, but usually when you're out and about, you don't want to use up all your... And you can't watch YouTube with uh, the screen closed. You're not like... I know, that's bucket. why, yeah. And I listen yeah. to a ton of podcasts, so once mm -hmm. that... Once they change that, it would change the game, but... I think you can get that, but you have to pay the premium, right? Right, and I haven't yeah. done that. Yeah, that's a big down down part of YouTube. Yeah. If YouTube fixed that, it would get even more views. But, you know, it doesn't do that. So, yeah, that's one of the problems with the uh, just having a YouTube show. You need to be able to have it on the other network so you can download it and stuff. But mm -hmm. I just think they don't have time for that. It's a, it's a busy process, you know. It takes up a lot of time. But great show. Definitely check out the Brian and Marco show if you haven't seen that one before. Over on the Future Cannabis Project. And... That and that can move on to the next one as well, the Future Cannabis Project, which is again, it's just a YouTube channel, but this is a, it's like a channel that has lots of different shows that are related to cannabis. London, who's going to be on the show next week? Uh, he has the Dank Hour over there, just Brian and Marco show. Uh, Chad Westport, mm -hmm. he has a show over on the Future Cannabis. What's Project his show called? Well. Is he have more than one? He Chad's does. got loads of shows. Yeah, he's, uh, he's <laughs> okay. got what the Best Grow Show. <clears throat> Yeah, he, like just, he just started the, the, the comedy show, the weed comedy show, or whatever that's all about. Yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah. It's something about weed and jokes or something like that. And it just happened last night, I believe it was. Oh, they did another one. Okay. Yeah. He does like the cannabis, the friendly cannabis show too, I think. Yeah. That yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 And the Breeder show as well. Yeah. Chad Westport's got loads of stuff. Got, uh, yeah, lots of different guy. shows on. Yeah, he's cool. Chad's fucking awesome, man. I didn't put yeah. him on the list though, and he should be on the list. Well, you know, but I forgot. <laughs> but yeah, definitely check out Chad Westport. He's he's like our special guest guy. He's a good friend of the show. Been on loads of times for interviews. Been on the panel loads of times. You know, yeah, he's a good guy, man, and he makes quality content. So if you haven't checked out Chad's stuff before, definitely do that as well. You know, you can I did find put another thing in the show notes for one of his things we can talk about after as well because he oh, does cool, another cool. podcast too. Yeah, he's got lots of stuff going on, man. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, definitely check out. If you just go to YouTube and search for Chad Westport, you'll find his channel and you'll see all of his content over there. Definitely check him out. Nice guy. Great content. Good guests. You know, great info. It's quality shit, man. You can't complain. You know, and all this content is for free as well, everybody. That's the beauty of the internet nowadays. Go and check all of that out. So what do we have as well? We got uh, after the FCP. Again, the FCP got loads of different shows on. Uh, mm-hmm. covering lots of different things throughout the week. Just loads of good content over there, so check that out. We have Martin's World next. Now, mm-hmm. uh, Martin's been on the show loads of times, Irish cannabis content creator, you know, and he's uh, fighting on the front line to try and get cannabis legalized over there in Ireland. There's loads of good work, man. You see some of his activism videos. You can uh, He covers the cannabis news a couple of times a week now from an uh, Irish perspective. So check that that as well, and you know he's just uh he works hard for the cannabis community, man. And when uh, you know you have people working hard in the cannabis community, the cannabis community should support those people. So you know even if you're not from Ireland, still go and check out his channel, still go and subscribe to his channel, like his videos. You know the algorithm likes that kind of thing, it gives these channels a boost. So definitely go and check out his channel. He's a good guy, man. He's a good guy. And just trying hard to get cannabis legalized in Ireland. He's- yeah. yeah, Martin is is an activist of you know the first kind, first order. He doesn't just talk about it; he goes and does it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. if you want to want to listen to a guy that actually walks the walk, that's the guy you want to talk to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely check out Martin. He's definitely on the front line. You know, mm-hmm. a good guy. Yeah, and he's been on the show many times as well. So you check out some of the interviews. All of these people have been on the show many times. You know, uh, and we have had interviews with them. So check out those interviews in our back catalog with these people. And if you like them, then you can go and check out their podcasts. You know, but you can check them out with like as as a middle step from this podcast to their podcast. You know, the, mm-hmm. the interview, and then go check them out if you like their stuff, man. Yeah, lots of lots of good shit out there on the interwebs. Then we have uh, the high ladies from Canada. We were That's right. Knows the high ladies, right? We, we always talk about Amanda. High yeah. Yes. yes. They're doing loads of good things. They will yeah, be on the things. show soon. Yeah, they're coming up in February. Breaking the stigma, but trying to break the stigma about cannabis use in parents. So it's a good, good podcast. Very good mm-hmm. podcast. And, and they've actually branched into a little bit other type of activism recently. So by all means, check them out. Yeah. And as I say, they'll be coming on the show pretty soon. Uh, the end of February, I think they're booked in. It's all on there. It's all confirmed and everything. So they'll be on soon. We'll catch up and see what they've been up to. And they've been up to a lot. And they've been very busy. Uh, what else do we have? Because uh, the high ladies. Um... Oh, Shane with the Migro Channel. Now that's a that's a big oh, one yeah. right there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's a little bit different. Isn't it? It, um, I think he might be taking a step into the podcasting thing recently. I've seen some things, but it's mainly a channel on YouTube that does uh, reviews and uh, information about equipment for growing cannabis. Mainly lights. Yeah. He started out with lights, but he's done more than that as well. Yeah. And it's one of those things that, you know, as new growers, you're always concerned about getting the right equipment, the right lights. And we found that Shane on his channel, at least, will review the lights and give you an actual honest opinion on the lights. Even if it's not his, he'll tell you whether it's good or it's bad. He'll tell you Mm -hmm. if his is good or it's bad, too. That's right. The same way. So by all means, yeah, if you're looking for information on hardware, check out Shane's YouTube channel, Migro channel. There's one I don't want to miss there as well. Sorry, Marge. So that's a great resource. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And honest, you know, you can't complain about that. And it's just honest mm-hmm. reviews about products, man. So you know what the fuck is going on. And he shows you all the work that he puts into it. It's a real good channel. 
if you're wondering about should I get this light or this light, head over to Micro, find the video on it because it's probably there. He's done a lot of videos now, and you, you'll see, man. It's good shit. Yeah, uh, just one in the chat there that popped up, which I don't want to miss. But Captain Matt and the one people, oh, Captain yeah. Matt's fucking so fucking cool, man. Oh. Yeah, you know Earth the worm, worm guy. Yeah, he's, he's the worm such a man. nice guy, man. Yeah, yeah. If you're interested in worm farming, then definitely go and check out Captain Matt. That guy's so fucking cool. There's some old dude, you know, he's uh, he's got a boat, sails around the river, got a huge worm farm and shit. He's been on the show a couple of times as well. So, you know, just scroll back through the interviews. If you head over to our website, highonhomegrown.com slash interviews, then you'll see the list of all of the people that we've interviewed. You see, and they'll have their picture there and stuff. And there's a link to download from iTunes and Spotify right there on the page as well. So it's really easy to find these interviews. Just head there, scroll through the list. You'll see the right picture of Captain Matt. Click it, download it. Nice and easy. And there's two of them. And you can do that with all of these people. If you just head to that page, there's lots of interviews. Easy to find. Nice and easy to see who's who in that as well. So it's a good page. Yeah, yeah just letting you know. <laughs> but yeah, Captain Matt, man. What a fucking legend. He's such a nice guy. I like Captain Matt. Yeah. Who, who do we have next? We had uh, Mike Grow. Who we have so far? Growcast, Brian and Marco, FCP, Martins World, The High Ladies, Mike Grow, and then The Simple Life. As well, and uh, Simple is more like from the UK. It's a UK-based podcast. You're involved. Uh, I don't know it's a bit political. Involved the UK law and things like that, and guests like that. But he has great guests on his show. So even if you're not from the UK, there's still good content there from Simple. If you want to go and check out Simple's channel again, Simple has been on the show many times as well, and he works hard, man. He he does good things for the cannabis community, and it's difficult to do it in the UK. And he, you know. He shows his face. He doesn't have a stupid mushroom, not a stupid mushroom avatar, because it's a cool <laughs> fucking avatar. All right. It is a very <laughs> but, cool know, avatar, Maggie. That's right. Thank you, Marge. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't show my face, but he does, you know, and these guys need to be supported when we can, because it's difficult for these guys on the front line, you know, you know, risking their freedoms to try and get cannabis fucking legalized. He does a good job, man. So if you can, go out there and support Simpa over on his YouTube channel. You'll search for The Simple Life. And that's on uh, iTunes and, and Facebook and all those pages as well. If you want to go find him over there and support him on social networks, that'd be cool. Uh, and again, he's been on our show. Head over to the interviews page and you'll be able to find him and download the episodes which we spoke to him as well. And we've been on his show a couple of times as well, haven't we? Um, I know we've been on it at least once, twice. Mm-hmm. It, it depends you know it's always confusing whether we're on his show or he's on our show when, when we get together it's just yeah, like yeah, yeah. the conversation is pretty much the same no matter what yeah that's right all the shows we go on we we just chat don't we yeah. <laughs> pretty much we just chat talk about what we want to talk about that's it yeah man but yeah good channel especially if you're in the uk check that out because he's uh he's articulate with the way with his approach to it uh then we have mr grow it Probably one of the most uh, successful cannabis YouTubers, man. He he has a huge YouTube channel with over a hundred thousand subscribers now, right? Oh wow, uh, loads, loads. And a quick shout out to Mister Grow as well. Last time he was on the show, um, he mentioned that his missus was pregnant; they were going to have a baby and stuff. And Ooh. the baby's been born now, and she, he's a dad nice. now. So you know, Ooh. I did message him on Instagram when I found out, but you know, just a quick shout out there. To Mr. Grow it, congratulations and everything, man. It's super awesome. He probably won't listen to this, but you know, it's a <laughs> shout out anyway. 
But yeah, so that, that's another that's another one. Um, and there's been so many suggestions thrown out there in the chat as well, which we'll read out some of those in a little bit as well. So um, yeah, the high ladies, micro, micro. You have to check out micro for reviews, man. It's an epic one. Mr. Grow it. Then we have Chris Trump. God damn. Great channel. Great YouTube channel. Fantastic damn. information mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. If, if you're Chris's, looking at, at, sorry, monkey. I said that Chris's ambition is to get people off a of chemical fertilizer and go back to nature. Mm -hmm. And you just learned so much over there. There's so much information over on that channel about Korean natural farming and full organics and shit. Damn. Well, it has definitely changed the way I grow cannabis by, by applying some of the things that Chris has taught me. And I guarantee you I have a frostier, more terpy bud now than I had before. So by all means, if you're interested in improving your grow and maybe trying something a little bit different, get over there and mm. check Chris's stuff out. Definitely. Definitely. It's all interesting stuff, man. Uh, and again, Chris has been on the show loads of times. He wanted to explain some of the uh, processes that she does in the Korean natural farming. But even when he's on the show, because some of these things are a little bit complex, he likes to refer people to go and check out his channel. So, and there's so many good videos over there as well. There's one where he grows his hair backwards. You, <laughs> you, you know what I mean when you see the video. But yeah, good shit, man. Quality content over on Chris Trump's channel, especially if you're looking into that uh, Korean natural farming thing. Anything to do with natural farming, Chris has probably got something to do with it there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He does a lot of seminars, a lot of on-site stuff as well. So, yep, he's out there trying to educate everyone, not just cannabis growers, any farmer. Yeah, there's a few, few quick shout out there in the chat. we got, uh, oh, yeah, Pigeons420, who is uh, with uh, one of Mr. Grow It's friends. They do from the Stash podcast. That's one you should check out, oh. the podcast. That's another one. Uh, the high ladies, of course. Let me. Uh, Pip Jam shouts out a few here. He says, uh, "Medical Mondays, Adam Dunn Show, uh, Fumes of Gold, Smart Poker, and Caribou Heart." Yeah, okay. There's a few there. Well, I don't know those a, ones. I've, Adam Dunn Show, I've heard of. I don't know the others. What you say, Michigan Bros. Grow Show. That's the uh, oh, Spartan right. yeah, Grown's other show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, you know, just a few honorable mentions. You know. <laughs> Uh, there's one more that we need to mention. Well, we have oh, really? Everybody, <laughs> and this is one which you should be listening to. You have to listen to High and Homegrown, and also you have to listen to Marge's show. What's your show again, Marge? Well, be bite me the show about edibles, so you That's can pair your fresh grown cannabis and use it for things other than just smoking. Oh man, That's and you right. can do so much with it. Mm hmm. Yeah, so you have to go learn edibles from Marty's show. I hope everybody listens to it. That, that would be super cool. Yeah, man, highly right? recommended. <laughs> no yeah, pun highly recommended. There's, <laughs> yeah. there's lots of different ways to consume cannabis. I'd say at least lots of ways to do it with lots of different flavors. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say at least fifty percent of my consumption these days is, is via edibles. So nothing wrong with that. Hell yeah! I've been thinking about you, man. I've been thinking making myself some gummies. Just getting like half ounce of weed. Make some. Gummies. I like. I like to dose on the gummies and just go about my day. And then, you know, about an hour, hour and a half, two hours later into it, all of a sudden I realized, man, I'm feeling pretty good right now. And I love the way an edible just lets you slide into that high. Mm. You don't even know you're there until you're happy. Good shit, man. Yeah, good that's shit. what I like about it. It sneaks up on you. Gummies mm. aren't difficult, are they? They're easy to make. Simple. Yeah, now there's a lot of gummy making kits on the market, too, that make it even easier. 
So well, I saw somebody at, at the at Percy's actually what they were doing was they were buying commercial gummies, remelting them and just adding the the, the uh, good <laughs> stuff to it. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. All <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Like just buying the gummy bears and then mounting them down and just do that. <laughs> Yeah, remolding them with, with cannabis yeah. stuff inside of it. You're like, okay, oh, that's not a bad work. idea because I like it. We the fucking going on random tangent. Sorry, everybody, but they're, they're called fruit gums. I think they're called and like just these sweets made by Rountrees here. We call them sweets in the UK for those not in the UK sweets rather than candy. They're sweets. Uh, just these fruit gums. They're really hard, juicy. Mm-mm, I like them, man. Yeah, but my teeth can't handle them as I'm getting older. I've noticed mm-hmm. you know, chewing on these things like okay. I'm afraid that's gonna come out. It's, like, it's not, you know. But damn, a bit concerned. It's a lot of sugar, you know. Gosh, but yeah, man. If I could melt that down, if I could take just the red ones, because I love the red ones. The red ones, my <laughs> you know. Melt down just the red ones, then just oh, that's that's a good idea. Yeah, somebody sent any, me a guide. You know, I haven't made any <laughs> weed chocolates in a while. I need to do that. Mm. Yeah, weed chocolate's good too. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Back back to where we were. Yes. Margie's podcast, Five Minute Show About Edibles. Make sure you go and check it out there, everybody. It's a, it's a damn good show. Damn, damn good show. show. Yeah, so again, just a quick shout out there to Chad Westport. You know, definitely have to go and check out all of Chad's content. He's a legend, makes good content, man. You have to go and check out Chad. Of course, make sure you check out Growcast as well. You can listen to Growcast tomorrow. It's on all major podcasting platforms. And make sure you go and uh, download that and check it out if you haven't done it before. Because, you know, it's a damn good show as well. Uh, what else? What other ones? Man? Also, speaking of Chad, he did uh, Dope History. Yes, That's he did. That's right, Tad Hassey. How are we going to be forgetting Tad? You see, well, there's so much content out there. Yeah, the uh, yeah. Cannabis Cultivation and Science podcast with Tad Hassey. Damn good yeah. show. And then that was, the, like Marge said, the Dope History. That was Tad and Chad both mm-hmm. worked yeah, on that one together. together that one. It's really yeah. well done, too. Yeah, I really love that that series. I wish they would would do more of them. I, I know think they I are. Think There's talks, isn't there? Yeah, I did speak uh, to Chad recently about that. I think. Yeah, I think they were planning on doing another season or something. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, great moments in weed history is with David Bean and stuff. Are they still doing that show? Is that still running? Yeah, it is actually. Yeah, cool, he's still cool. running, but the guy he did it with is no longer on the show because he's doing something else. Right. Forget he's mentioned it, but yeah, David's still doing that show. Sweet man. Yeah. Yeah. So that one's a good one as well, and lots of people rate that show. Check that one out, everybody. You just spoiled for choice, really. There's so much out there for you to listen to, and you know they all got different takes on how to grow cannabis or how to do different things in cannabis, like Marge's show with the edibles. You know, there's, there's so much to check out, man. So don't be shy. You know, get around the internet, find out all these different podcasts and YouTube channels that you like. There is another one in Canada that I like for all you you Canucks listening out there, the Cannabis Podcast with right. Gary Johnson. And he but he does a lot of reviews of uh cannabis on the legal market. I mean, he's based mm-hmm. out of BC, but that's a good show too. And of course, high on homegrown, everybody. Jeez. How can we forget? Yeah. yeah. No, of course, us, but you're here listening to us, so you already know about us. You know, <laughs> very true. But, but what, you, what you could do is you could like uh, tell a friend about the show. That would be very cool. That helps the show grow, brings in more listeners. You know, that keeps us it keeps us going. You know, like Tinkerbell, where you're clapping our hands. Fairies are real. Fairies are real. We just want <laughs> a few more viewers to keep us going. That's all. Just keep bringing cannabis them in. is real. Cannabis <laughs> is real. 
Well, honestly, it does make a difference because, I mean, you guys are on YouTube. I'm not sure what it's like on YouTube, but on when you have a podcast like mine, for instance, you can do say whatever you want. But the problem is often trying to talk about it on social media platforms mm -hmm. that uh, you run into trouble because you just can't be open about it. So yeah. you can word of mouth is the best way to promote a show most That's of the right. time. Yeah. We don't have the uh, the same opportunities as many other types of business and content creation. We just can't share this stuff. You get shut down and shadow banned. So we need word of mouth. That's the best way for it to happen. You know. Mm -hmm. And just before we move on to the list of mail questions here, many of you out there might be like, I've always wanted to start my own podcast, but I've never known how and all this, man. Come on. The internet is right there in front of you. The YouTube is right there in front of you. Ask YouTube how to start a podcast, man. Within a couple of hours, you've learned everything you need to know about how to start a podcast. And you can do it for free for the first few episodes in most cases. So mm -hmm. if it's something that you're interested in, and like I said, this might have already been done by us, by Growcast, by Martin, by Brian and Marco, by all of these different channels out there on YouTube, but you're going to put your own individual take on it. It's not going to be the same as everybody else's. You know, It's going to be your thing. So if you thought that you would enjoy making a podcast and that's the important thing if you think you're going to enjoy doing something like that then fucking do it really it'll take you a couple of hours to learn it and you'll get it up and running and you might really enjoy doing it man it might be a new hobby that you enjoy so don't be shy if you want to be a cannabis content creator or even if it's not cannabis content if it's just another type of content get it done man have fun doing it as long as you enjoy it then make the content and it will come across to everybody else who will enjoy it and you'll be making good content you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying oh yeah i'm, I'm just high now i think i'm just high now <laughs> was it just me that lost your audio there for a second or was was it everybody uh, uh no no dude, okay man. must have been just me my computer's mm -hmm. acting up oh no oh no let's oh, uh no. Well, I think that's because uh, there's so many more as well. So if if you know of any more, everybody, then drop them in the comments, man. Head down to that comment section and be like, hey, you should check this one out. Make this a big comment list, a resource for people to be able to go and check out different YouTube channels to do with cannabis. So do that. But for now, we'll yeah. move on to the listener mail section. Let's do that. So from Hashimoto, we have uh, one question, and then we have a few from Roscoe as well, which we'll get to. Uh, this is quite a long question. I'll read it out as best as I can. I have a question, and I would like to hear your thoughts. What do you think or know about mutant slash gorilla cannabis strains? I recently purchased some Freak Zone seeds, but after further research, it seems there are a whole world of weird weirdness out there. I was attracted to Freak Zone because of the fern-like leaves, and though I would like, uh, though I, sorry, and though it would look nice in my garden borders. Sorry, I think it was supposed to be wrong. Yeah, thought. I yeah, thought, thought, it would, thought, thought it would look nice. Yeah, I should really spanner check these and stuff. Before, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, like figuring it out on the go is a little bit difficult. <laughs> uh, yeah, fern-like leaves, and thought it would look nice in my garden borders. Do you know how they grow? There are there was feral Australian landrace that looks like parsley. Is that the Australian bastard cannabis? I think uh, it is. Yeah, and made me think of our own feral Australian bubble hawk. You know, <laughs> shout out there to bubble hawk, everybody. Bubble hawk, yeah. they're calling it feral. 
So yeah, I like <laughs> these these random strains that don't look like cannabis. And one time, and I don't know whether it was because of a nutrient deficiency or genetics or anything, I I grew this this one plant. <laughs> oh man, I wish I had pictures of it. But it was at that stage of growing where you're ashamed of bad plants. <laughs> you don't want to show them to anybody. So you don't take any pictures. But this plant was weird as fuck. And the buds on it were like peas, like loads of little huh. peas, all mm. like like berries rather than buds, man. It's really <laughs> weird. But it was so fucking strong. And this must have been over 30% THC. It was so pungent, so fucking stinky. It was weird as fuck. And I wish I could grow it again. But fuck knows what it was. I don't know whether it was a mutation or because I fed it wrong or whatever. Fuck knows what happened to it. It was weird, but it was a cool plant, man. Damn. Yeah, so I like these random, random fucking freak show strains. What is this? The uh, Frisian duck from yep. Dutch Frisian well. do, Frisian duck, yeah. all those, those, mm-hmm. the other three foot, three fingered cannabis thing. I've seen yeah. pictures of some of those and they do look like really different, but do they grow the same way as regular cannabis or are there? Mm, yeah, mostly. Yeah. 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 Just like really a flip them to flower at 12, 12 and things like that. It's just the same. Just the leaves yeah. look a little bit different. That's all. Mm-hmm. It's cool as fuck, man. And people, the people know that cannabis leaf, you know, they, it's a, it's like a, a brand of it, of itself. You know, people know what cannabis leaf is. You would, think that, the plan. you would think that, but I mean, I've found that if you take regular people who have never, ever seen cannabis up close and nothing more than maybe dried bagged cannabis kind of mm. thing like that, you could show them a cannabis plant and they would have not have a clue. Yeah. I mean, it just, yeah, it's, 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 it's easy surprisingly, it? mm. yeah. it's a, very surprisingly to, uh, to see how many people go on these grow tours and have never actually seen a, a cannabis plant before in their life. Mm. yeah that's a thought i remember the first time i went to amsterdam and i went to the cannabis museum and they had live cannabis plants in there and that's the first time i ever seen one that was cool as fuck and it doesn't look like the same fake ones that they put in the movies does it mm. it's weird isn't it and, and now they're just these normal things that we just live around now <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, i was repotting some yesterday and i'm sitting out there i had four cannabis plants out on the deck in my backyard thinking like this is weird okay <laughs> yeah man definitely check them out everybody if you haven't seen those stranger and they produce the same yield of stuff it's not like you get less you know it's, it's the same kind of buds which you get from these plants so uh yeah, check a look at them if you're interested in growing them fucking grow a few yeah you start a grow diary over on Percy's mm-hmm. show us uh show us how the grow goes man and especially in the northern hemisphere now now, winter is uh, just kicking in, really, but, you know, the, the season is approaching now. We're on the way out of winter. So we're heading into spring pretty soon, a couple of months away. So start planning uh, your gorilla grow. And maybe if you've got a couple of these strains that are a bit, uh, differently shaped to the usual cannabis plants that people are used to, they won't be so uh, noticeable. You can do a couple of gorilla grows with these or something, you know, or even grow them in your back garden because they don't look like cannabis. Like, give that a shot, man. If you want to, of course, of course. Or you can grow them indoors too. But no, I've never done it, but it, you know, it's not like I wouldn't. You know what I mean? All right. So we have a, a few questions here from Rusco. I think it's Rusco, anyways. Are you 25CO? So it looks like just Rusco. No, that's not how I pronounce it. 
so the first question is, I usually plant my seedlings straight into their final part to avoid stress when they are a bit bigger. Uh, would you be using the full final grow light or would you use an intermediary light uh, that doesn't draw as much power until they hit veg or do you just dim the big light? Yeah, it's a good question. Yeah, I mean, th there was a series of good questions here from Ruscom, and th this is uh, some good questions. We appreciate it. It's a nice one, man. But, Monkey, what do you think about this one? Depends. I mean, it's going to depend on what you have. I mean, I un fully understand about using a smaller light when you're germinating seeds to save electricity. I have done that, and I do it on occasion. Um, but, I mean, I generally, if I'm going to have a tent full of seedlings, I just use my big light and dim it. It's right. just easier, you know, one of those things. But I do have smaller lights. But if I'm going to use a smaller light, I'm usually germinating in a, in a solo cup and in my germination station and not in my tent. Mm -hmm. So to answer your question, in a tent, I'm using my big light most of the time. It seems like it would be a bit of a pain to switch out the light in your tent, too. It like, is. More sense to just dim the big light. Yeah. I do it, though, because I've, I've, I've used two different lights right now. I use um, the Mars Hydro TS2000, I think it is. TSW mm -hmm. 2000 and then I also have an invisible sun ish 530 which is you know uses the LM301 it's a, it's a beast of light it's, it's a fucking beautiful light so what I would usually do is I'd use the Mars Hydro for the first three four weeks just to get the you know the wait until the plant's well rooted and wait until it's in its final part just because it doesn't cover as much floor space you know, there's right. a lot of wasted light that's just going to bounce off the floors while the plants are that young. So I just use the smaller light. I can get it closer to the plants and then it can get all the light it needs. But once it starts to reach outside of that light, you know, like three or four weeks in, then I'll change it to the big one. And I'll do a clean then as well, you know, to take the plants out because don't fucking change the light with the plants in the tent, everybody. Nobody ever intends to drop <laughs> their light on their plants. Nobody ever intends, like, yeah, I'm going to do that today. It always happens by accident. So if you're there thinking, it's all right, I ain't going to drop it. That's what everybody thought before they dropped their light on their plants. <laughs> Just take the fucking plants out of the tent and change the light. But that's how I do it. And then that will run for the rest of the veg into flower, uh, full blast. I don't yeah. dim lights. Just raise it up or down if needed. Well, I used to um, I used to change lights when I was running the Mars lights. They were running was running the SP series, and they were lighter, so I could, they were easier to handle. Mm. But when I went switched to the HLG lights, they're significantly heavier and, mm. and and better made, and they're a lot more trouble to change. So, like Mars says, they're just too much trouble to change the mm. HLG. So they stay where they are. Yeah. But if I have another tent, I have if HLGs are in two of my tents, the other tent's a drying tent. So in that tent, I do have some some mars lights that i'll sometimes put in that tent for seedlings but you know i'd rather just use what's in there is my answer still so what you say marge what do you do uh well i wouldn't i haven't grown anything large in a while so mm -hmm. i do usually put the seedlings right into whatever they're going to end up in that's what we're still talking about right <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, like i said i would probably wouldn't switch out the lights myself i would just dim the big yeah. light it seems more efficient to me but yeah, yeah. It, anyway it would work as long as the plant's getting light give it light it's yeah. more like being about energy efficient that uh that i change it you know if it wasn't about the price of energy and shit then i right. just, just keep it what it is and just raise it a little bit higher you know the plants will get used to it and they'll be like oh yeah this is a great man i like this perfect 
you know, don't shock it, changing it, give it a little bit of light, and then power you know you're receiving this. Like fucking hell, that's a bit bright, mate. You know, <laughs> so you can keep it there if you want to. It, it depends on your growth, doesn't it? Depends on each individual person. Like, like we say a lot with this whole growing cannabis thing. Yeah, I changed mine over. You know, people as well remember back in the day when people used to use the HID lights, and they would yep. uh, say in a meter grow tent or let's say four bolt, four foot by four foot, as we most people use nowadays. Uh, they would use a 400 watt metal halide bulb for the veg and then go to a 600 watt HPS. So, you know, more power through flowering and shit. So the, the light would get changed to induce more power like that. And I think that's similar to what most people would do, right? Use a weaker light. You know, would Do some people mm-hmm. use CFLs like on ceilings for a couple of weeks? Some people do I that have. And fluorescence and stuff. Yeah, I've done I that. Yeah. <clears throat> I just decided to buy, I went and bought some seedling lights, you know, it's just like tired of making, making do with this, that, and the other thing. And I've saved enough money on cannabis that by growing my own that I could afford to go buy seedling lights now. So yeah. buy the good stuff, put and my right, money so back into the growth. And just a couple more things to add there for Rusko. He said he puts them in the final part to avoid stress. It's not really necessary to do that. You, you stress the plant if you break the roots and with a little bit of practice with transplanting that shouldn't happen it's an easy process the plant won't get too stressed at all when the transplant is done properly man you only really plant in the final part if you're going into living soil or super soil and maybe you'll start it off a little bit first for like a week and, and then you'll plant it because otherwise it might be too much shock for the roots of the plant you know these living soils and super soils got loads of nutrients in there and it can shock the young plants so maybe doing cocoa first, then transplant into final part then. And any other circumstance, just a you know, small part, middle part, and then final part. That you'll do fine, man. You won't stress the plant too much by transplanting it. You transplant your plants, monkey? All the time. Yeah, you just constantly. said you were doing it outside on the on the deck and you transplant Yep. Plants. Um I was going from um, solo cups to uh to, to uh, final pots in that situation. Uh usually do it at least once. Um, almost always start my plants in something solo cup size or smaller. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I'll go up to a one gallon and then into a three or a five, but yeah. usually it's just a one step. But it's just never good for them roots problem. to get air, you know? And if you put too much medium around them, they can't get the air so much. So. When the roots are, are completely fill that solo cup, you know, have any, any, any type of a plant, you know, when you're first starting to grow the cannabis plants, it seems like when, when they first germinate, they just sit there for a week or so. They don't really do much because yeah. the only thing that's happening is the roots are growing. Right. But with a solo cup, those roots can fill up that cup pretty quickly. And then it will signal the plant to start growing the canopy faster. So that's why I actually prefer to start in a solo cup Sorry. because you'll, you'll end up getting a little bit faster canopy growth after those roots fill that cup. So it, it works for me pretty much. Nice. I mean, you can look at my 12-12 grow. You can see the size of the plants really good compared to, to, to uh, starting in the final pot. Yeah, man. It's a good question. Like I said, there's a lot, lots of little bits in there. Good question. And it is, um, it's one of the things that I used to get wrong back in the day. Uh, I think I've killed the most seeds by planting them into soil that was too strong for them. You know? No, it's, uh, I remember it specifically. I killed like 10. <laughs> 10 fucking seeds. Just dead because I put them in soil that was too strong. All right, so we'll move on to question two here from Roscoe as well. He has a, another interesting one. I read that cooling your decarbed flower down in the freezer before you infuse it helps to preserve phytonutrients. 
this is something that anyone has any sorry is this something that anyone has any experience with or something anyone does much i think it's your kind of thing right <laughs> yeah i actually haven't heard that before until i saw this question it's not something that i do so what's the phytonutrients the good uh, terpenes okay I, I just googled it the phytonutrients <laughs> refer to uh, substances on that the plant uses to fight things like bugs and disease things like that so that would be our that would be our terpenes and flavonoids. Yeah, I'm personally I find that by the time you've decarbed and infused and then baked or cooked with it, you're not preserving any any phytonutrients anyway, mm. really. Mm. I don't know now. I, I'm going to take a little bit different approach to that because I just got this uh, for uh, around Christmas time. I just got the Ardent FX, and I find that that thing really does preserve a lot of the terpenes in a decarbed weed. If you let it cool down completely, till it gets completely right. cold and open it up, I can still smell the terpenes in it. And then when I infuse my oil in that, I can taste the terpenes in the oil. Hmm. So I think that there is something, but I've never, never, ever stuck my flour that's been decarbed in the freezer. I just let it come down to room temperature. Yeah, I don't think the freezer would be necessary. Now I yeah, do not taking the lid off of it because there is moisture in there in the ardent after after the decarb, right? Uh, yeah, there's a little bit yeah. of uh, usually a little water around the top edge, yeah. and you know, uh, get picked that up. But I still I can I definitely smell some terpenes in it when it's done. Right. Yeah. But I have a friend that uh, used to use a sous vide bag to decarb in, and he always put the sous vide bag in a refrigerator when he was done to recondense the terpenes. And he swore that it made his infusions stronger. So hmm. it may or may not. Sometimes I think you're splitting hairs at that point too. Maybe. A little bit. Like the difference yeah. is, there might the be some. Effect, effects, but it's going to be a little, it's not going to be like a massive difference. I put all this extra effort in. Look how much it mashed me. <laughs> yeah. Speaking you of the Ardent really... though, because you said you just got the Ardent recently. I uh, got it for around Christmas time, the Ardent. Right. And I have one of those too, and I really like it. But I also learned recently that because you have a Levo, yes, as well, they came out with a a Megapod or something. I did not like the idea of that. Oh, you didn't, eh? Because I know no. a couple of people that have gotten one and they really like it. They like it a lot better because it's just it holds way more plant material. Yeah, it still was. It was still below the threshold of what I was looking for. It allows you to hold mm -hmm. up to twenty-eight grams of material, and as I said earlier, right. I'm usually infusing forty at a time. So right. it just it just didn't make it. And the Ardent gave me the flexibility to do anything I want to. It's just right. it's it's such a blank slate, and it it's it's a simple machine that works really well. Yeah, no, I really like my Ardent too. But for those who already have a Levo and they want to be able to like maximize the use of it, that mm -hmm. might be the solutions if you already have one. Yeah, I would before I would just basically take the pods out completely and just throw the weed straight into into the oil and do it that way. And it would be okay. It, it would do the work? job. It How worked. would it work when you had to strain it? Like when you uh, had to <laughs> poorly. Okay. Uh, you kind of you you kind of fish it out the best you can. You get it to drain. And then uh then you've got to strain it after that because you do have some kind of you know solids in it because you, you're missing that ability. I suppose so, you could put like a sieve or something over the over the yeah. cup or whatever you're pouring it into or draining it into. I would usually pour it through a sieve and then I would let let the uh, the material sit in, in a, uh, a measuring cup or something, let the fine settle in and pour off the top. Yeah. And I still find that that's the, the easiest way to do it is to let the fine settle and just pour off the nice clear liquid right off the top of it. Right. Yeah. I'm learning. I'm learning slowly, Marge, by experimentation. <laughs> 
a little at a time. It's fun. That's when you get to wear the mad scientist. Thailand era. Yeah, man. I get to eat my mistakes too. Ah. That's right. You fuck around and find out. And <laughs> <laughs> I did make some of those. Now they were pretty strong. It's like two of those, and I was going to bed. Right. Jesus. <laughs> you know, wake up the next day and be like, whoa. <laughs> no, I had one a next dang, time. Good, one. dang good night's sleep, man. It's like take two of those, and then 30 minutes later, you better be in bed. <laughs> nice. All right, so we have one more here from Roscoe. He asks, uh, coming off the back of a previous grow guide, can you mainline autos or is it too much stress on the plant? Hmm. Yeah, I think, would say, Mackie? yeah, I would say, fuck yeah, fuck it. It's a cannabis plant, man. As long as you get it done early, you know, as, as soon as you can, don't mess around. You know, and you can mainline a fuck uh, uh, an auto. It's a cannabis done plant. It. Yeah, Do I've it. done it dozens of times. Yeah. Everything yeah. I grow gets mainlined. You know, are you so much? I just said they're super resilient. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You really got to try hard to. Now, I'll, I'll go with uh, a couple of caveats on, on the statement there, though. I have had two times where the plant did not like me mainlining it, where it just freaked out and grew into a kind of some weird looking shape. Um, but it was only two out of, let's say, maybe three dozen, you know. And I don't know if that was just that plant. I don't know if it was me doing something at the wrong time. But usually on a on a, an auto, I'd like to have everything finished, all all the pruning and cutting done by day twenty five, after germination. Yeah. So you mm -hmm. gotta be fast. Yeah, and so no fucking around. You see that no. third node pop up, you cutting it. You know, you, you gotta exactly move straight away. It's like okay, five nodes. I'm cutting it the third today. It's like bam. Okay, so the second one comes out. I'm cutting the net. You, know, you, you sometimes you're having to do the toppings on almost on a micro scale in order to accomplish it within 25 days, but you can do it. I do it all the time. And matter of fact, actually, uh, I, I recommend the modified main line a little bit to where you're using nodes two and three on autos because it's one clip less. You have to do you know, that one topping less and, and that can really make a difference. And the yield was almost identical by do, using nodes two and three. And if you want to see anything about that, come over to Percy's. We have diaries. People are doing it like crazy over there. So if you're curious about how to top your autos, come over to Percy's. We'll show That's you. Right. Percy'sGrowroom.com. Exactly, man. Yeah, auto is nothing more than a cannabis plant. That's what Mackie said a long time ago, and it's mm -hmm. darn true. It's just a cannabis plant. Yeah. yeah. Be sure kind to it. Plant, Treat it like a cannabis plant. Be kind to it, and it'll, it'll yield good for you. I mean, come on, Bubble Hawk grows one pounders. Fucking crazy, yeah. man. Crazy. Yeah. Good, good stuff. Like, we're scared of spiders living in it and stuff, you know? <laughs> we have one from Groucher here, which is a good question, man. A little bit of controversial, yeah, I suppose. Uh -oh. uh, making FICO, can you use any ISO or does it have to be good grade? It, 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 it really has to be the good grade, 99.9% .9 fucking isopropyl alcohol. So you know there's very few contaminants in it, but preferably when you're making FICO, you want to be using ethanol, and it's no, it's not what, the, the grain alcohol. What's it called? It's, eth it, it's ethanol, but I mean, you're ethanol, talking about something okay. like Everclear or something like that. Yeah, Everclear. Yeah, it's, it's, that's just one brand name. It, you know, sometimes mm -hmm. it's called diesel, sometimes it's Everclear, but it's 190 proof drinkable alcohol. Yeah, yeah, you can't they, buy that in Canada. Can't you really? Yeah. You, you can no. get it in the UK, but it's like 80 pounds for a liter. It's ridiculous. Amount it depends on which state you're in as to how expensive it is. Down here in the deep south, it's probably like 17 18 dollars us for a standard size you know mm -hmm. one fifth mm -hmm. bottle you know 750 milliliters so it's relatively relatively cheap here but i mean bubble ox says that like 
like a gallon of that would cost him like 60 or $80 or something like yeah, that. Yeah. So it can be pretty high, pretty expensive some places. Mm. And uh, we, we had a couple of comments there in the chat. Cloud said, not isopropyl, it's toxic. And this is why this is why I said it's a bit controversial because some people say that it's toxic. Some people say that it's fine. You know, you can get the food grade, so it's fine. And it's, it's just, you always want to err on the side of caution with this kind of thing. And that's what I say, the best thing for you to do if you want to make ISO if you want to make FICO, sorry, is to get some uh, some Everclear. It's very expensive, but it takes all of those kinds of uh, concerns out of your mind. Then, you know, and if you get the right thing, you can recycle alcohol and shit. Like Bubba Huck has one where the yep. alcohol evaporates and then uh, distills again. I think he's got one of those. So you yep, can save a lot money of people, that way, maybe. A lot so, of people around Percy's hair have started using these portable distillers to reclaim the alcohol out of the FICO. And you can get usually anywhere between 60% and 95% reclaim on it if you do it right. So it depends how you have it set up and what machine you're using. So if you're interested in learning it, again, Percy's a grow room. We'll teach right. you how. It's expensive, but I've made FICO before and I have used, uh, well, I say FICO, I've made RSO. And they're essentially the same thing. And I think uh, the difference between FICO and RSO is RSO is made with ISO and FICO is made with Everclear. Is that right? I think that's the what? difference, right? Crickets. Sorry, I'm not, I'm not exactly <laughs> sure. Oh, you, you don't know what? Did you hear me? Did I break up or something? No. No. Oh. I was you looking know? for clarification. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was looking for clarification. I was like, is that right? I think that's right. I think FICO is the full extract cannabis oil that's made with a grain alcohol like ethanol, which is uh, Everclear. Oh, expensive I see. shit. And RSO, Rick Simpson oil, is uh, made with, um, it is the same thing pretty much, but you use an ISO instead of Everclear. I think I might be under, uh, misunderstanding there. But the process to make them both is pretty well the same, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah pretty much. Mm -hmm. Okay. We've done a grow guides on this, right? Yeah, just doing the, the Googling on it. It says Rick Simpson oil uh, typically uses naphtha. No, I'm not really, really sure. Really, like that. the lighter fuel. That's what it says. Uh, wow. It says, it produced at a higher temperature and traditionally utilizes either alcohol or naphtha as a solvent with high temperatures being used to boil off the solvent. Right. Many of the yeah. plant terpenes are lost in this process. However, RSO does typically re, uh, regain a greater amount of chlorophyll and less evaporative plant compounds. Okay, this can result in an end product with very high levels of cannabinoids. Yeah. Yeah, so... There, there you go. <laughs> what was it, Grouchy? Was it you, Grouchy, who asked the question? Yeah, making FICO. Yeah, use ISO. yeah, So there you go. I hope that answers your question, mate. <laughs> yeah. FICO is it, either ethanol or, or a CO2 as a, as a solvent. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I have made uh, RSO slash FICO with isopropyl alcohol, 100% isopropyl, you know, pretty much. They, they just can't put 100%. So they put 99.9%, .9%, you know, food grade quality stuff, man. And I ain't dead yet, bro. <laughs> yeah. So check it out. I know Billy makes his own as well. I'm not sure how, how Billy does it. I know Billy Barnes, I don't think he's in the chat. He might have gone to bed now. He's a bit late. But uh, and you you know, again, you sorry, guides over, you guys have guides over on Percy's about this? Yeah, yeah, on how to make ISO. Yeah. Right. Uh, sorry, I, how to I make RSO. It seems more intimidating than it is. I mean, I guess you mm. have to kind of be careful to get all the alcohol out when you're cooking it off. Yeah, that's purge it properly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that part is important, but yeah. Yeah. 
easy to do. Check it out. And there's guides over on Persis. You can ask for help over on Persis as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so don't rush into anything. If you're unsure of anything, make sure you just come and ask some questions until you're happy with what you have to do. But definitely worth trying because it's pretty expensive to buy from what I understand. And obviously well, yeah. if you have plant yeah. material, it's like very inexpensive to make. Yeah. It just makes some hash, man. <laughs> so yeah, I think that answers all the questions there. We don't have any more. I think that's everything. Is there anything else to add here? We good? I think mm-hmm. it's everything, right? Yeah. If you, if you do have any questions, everybody, then go over to percysgrowroom.com and ask. We'll see you over there. Let's go to the outro. And there we go, everybody. That's this week's Grow Guide. So make sure you check out some of those creators that we mentioned. But most importantly, make sure you head over to percysgrowroom.com and join our Cannabis Growers Forum. You are all very welcome over there and it would be great to have you as part of the community. So please don't be shy. Head over to percysgrowroom.com, sign up and say hello in the Introduce Yourself section. It will be good to hear from you all. But as usual, thank you for being here. Thank you for downloading the show. Thank you for listening. It would be awesome if you could share the show. But of course, no pressure. We all understand that some people are not able to share it. But we appreciate it if you can. Don't forget as well, on Sunday, we have the live show. So come and join us on Sunday where we talk about different interviews we have done that we think you should check out if you haven't listened to them already. So it's going to be a very informative episode that's going to link you to a lot of very good episodes that we've done in the past. So make sure you come and join us if you are free. But if not, we'll catch you on Monday for the Cannabis News and Events and we'll catch you on Wednesday for an interview with London from the FCP or Friday for next week's Grow Guides, which is going to be about which interviews we think you should check out. It's been a pleasure, everybody. Stay high, stay safe. And we'll catch you on the next one. Goodbye.